Good afternoon. Welcome to the market close report for Monday the 6th of March and also a brand new week as well. It was a decent way to kick things off this week with the ASX 200 lifting in the order of 45 points. That's a jump of 0.6% and it took the index to 7,328. We had slightly fewer points added for the broader All Ordinaries Index, but it was still up in the order of half a percent. So three straight trading sessions of improvements for our market now. We need a few more of these though, if we're gonna make up for the heavy declines we had in February and the four straight weeks of falls we've also uh, had leading into uh, Monday. But uh, there's plenty to watch this week. The highlight is certainly going to be an interest rate decision by the Reserve Bank tomorrow, a speech by the RBA governor Wednesday morning. Plenty of other central banks will be in focus from uh, the US and also the European Central Bank with officials there delivering talks in the next couple of days. But then we also get an interest rate decision in Canada Wednesday and also in Japan on Friday where they're both likely to keep interest rates on hold. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, let's take a look at how markets actually did today across the different sectors. Of the 11 sectors, there were just three that pulled back energy, materials, which were the two best performers last week, and the utilities, which were some of the standouts over the course of February as well. Elsewhere, we actually had interest rate sensitive areas of our market standing out. That includes tech, which was up almost 2%, financials up more than uh, 1.2%, consumer discretionary, so those retail stocks up in the order of 2% as well, and also some of those uh, property stocks in the real estate uh, sector lifting about 1.7%. Getting specific though, looking at some individual winners and losers. Next up, in the banking space, it was Westpac that led them higher, lifting about 1.7%, but Macquarie Group, the investment group, did even better. Harvey Norman, one of the best in the retail space, lifting 2.7%, but keep in mind that it actually was one of the worst performers on the ASX 200 last week, when it essentially came out with some disappointing profit results. And it also said that sales have declined about 10% in January compared to a year earlier. So this was seen as a sign that consumers have been tightening their belts and that hasn't been as a good sign as well for many of the other retailers. In the tech space, a brain chip was one of the standouts, lifting about 17%. It announced the second generation of its Akita AI chip or platform. Still is down though since the start of this year. A couple of weeks ago, it actually handed down a loss of about $22 million for the past year. So uh, still certainly an underperformer since the start of 2023. Core Lithium also standing out today, lifting by more than 6%. Uh, the reason behind that seems to be that it essentially said it reckons there might be twice as much lithium as previously thought at an underground deposit in the Northern Territory. So that helped the stock lift. As far as the losers uh, go today though, uh, mining and energy stocks were the worst. As I said at the outset, they were the two best performing areas of our market last week. But what seemed to hurt was that Chinese officials uh, basically have um, uh, said that they're expecting slower than anticipated growth for their economy in 2023. So they've essentially set these targets once a year about what they're expecting growth to, to, uh, to hit over the year. They've now targeted 5%. A year ago, they were targeting 5.5% growth, uh, but essentially they felt significantly short of that with just the 3% outcome for the 2022 uh, calendar year. So they've set lower targets, but this has markets concerned, I guess, in a way, because uh, it could just mean less demand uh, for our commodities, which of course are focused on 
building on constructing on infrastructure investment. So today we had Rio Tinto down 0.8%. We had Woodside Energy down about 1.5%. We had Whitehaven Coal, one of the best performers last year, down in the order of 2.1%. That perhaps is more of a reflection rather of coal prices dropping back from the record highs they hit uh, you know, late, uh, late last year. Um, so these three stocks underperformed. Keep in mind that Wednesday and Thursday, we've got three of our big mining and energy stocks actually trading ex-dividend. Woodside on Wednesday, and then Rio Tinto and BHP on Thursday. That is going to be another challenge for, for uh, the market to actually move higher in the tail end of this week. And Aluka Resources was down 2.8%. It was just one of the many stocks to trade ex-dividend today. There were others like REA Group, Sims, Ramsey Healthcare, QBE, Nickel Industries, uh, Nick Scarly, Bendigo and Adelaide Bank, and also Ultium as well. Now, as far as currencies go, we had the Aussie weakening against most majors, with the exception of the Kiwi, where it strengthened a bit. But one Aussie buys about 67.5 US cents. And uh, as I said, it's fallen against the other currencies like the yen, the sterling, and also the euro as well. If we look forward though to the next, uh, the rest of the week, as I said, the highlight is going to be what happens with the Reserve Bank. Tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Sydney time, it is widely expected to lift rates again by a quarter of a percent. This would be the fifth straight 25 basis point rate hike by the RBA, but it's the 10th interest rate hike overall since starting to tighten back in May 2022. We've also got data on international trade tomorrow. Uh, we've got detailed retail spending figures. We've got the weekly consumer confidence update as well. We've got plenty of stocks ex-dividend, including Levisa, Northern Star, Perseus, and Sonic Health. None of those are large enough though to really put a big dent in the market. And we've got uh, vicinity centers, just one of the stocks uh, due to pay out a dividend. And we've also got some Chinese trade figures out for the month of February, which will certainly receive a bit of attention considering that exports have slumped on weak global demand uh, in the last couple of months. So one to watch. On that note, everyone though, have a great evening and we'll do this again tomorrow.